Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hi, everybody. I'm Cassidy, one of your Indianapolis Colts cheerleaders, and you're watching the Believe in Colts podcast. Welcome back to Believe in Colts Pot, and <laughs> I just messed that all up, but oh well, who cares? Uh, I'm Lawrence Owen. With me, as usual, is Gerard Powers, and because of the early week of this week, um, our other co-host, Rodney McLeod, is not able to make it with us today. Was Saturday games a, a thing for you, Gerard, back then? No, nah, I don't think I ever played on a Saturday. Uh, not that I remember. I was actually trying to think about it. Uh a few days ago and i don't think i played on a saturday in the league that's yeah the colts have had a few saturday games the past couple years um and this it's kind of it's kind of new kind of interesting but i i get having a saturday game when college is out you know right. that's fine you know when college is done then then the saturday games should bring in a little bit of extra you know because they're they're the only games on at the time so that's that's good to watch but we're going to go over this past weekend's games and oh my, uh, there were some surprises and in all honesty, some things that I kind of expected. I honestly thought the Niners were going to utterly blow out the team they were playing, right? Uh, the Buccaneers. I didn't think they were going to be that bad. I thought, you know, 14 points, not 35 to seven. What'd you see from the Niners uh, hosting the Buccaneers? I think you see just a well-coached team. I think you see guys that's, uh, you know, really prepared. I mean, obviously they got one of the best defenses, if not the best defense in football. Uh, they're they're hot right now on that side of the ball. And then when you look at the other side of the ball, you lose, you know, two starting quarterbacks. And all of a sudden you're down to your third uh, string quarterback. And he looks like he's clicking on all cylinders for these first two games. So uh, and then uh, Debo uh, Debo had a, you know, a little scare, which came back. Um, I think high ankle spring, MCL spring. So that was good news for them because it looked bad. Uh, when I was watching it, but uh, I mean, you still got playmakers all over the field. You still got, you know, CMC, you still got Kittle, uh, their wide receivers making uh, big time plays. I think you just got a a, a well-rounded machine, a, a team that's full of, you know, good vets and, you know, they're helping bring in the young guys that's been uh, got their number called. They're just helping them bring them along. And, you know, it's a crucial part of the season. Basketball is back. Bet Online remains your number one source for all your uh, sports betting needs this season. You'll find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, game trends at Bet Online. As your continued source for all sports wagering information, Bet Online features live betting, free contests, and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports and events, whether that's NFL, NBA, NHL, MMA, tennis, boxing, even golf. Head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your rewards. Bet online, where the game starts. Yeah, you brought up a few of those players, like obviously, you know, Brandon Ayuk is over there yes. and, and you check, right? Uh, but is do you put how well the offense is playing no matter what quarterback is on there with the players Shanahan being able to make it easy maybe for the 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 uh the quarterback no matter who it is or do you think it's just 
you know, they're just good as a as a unit uh, to be able to to allow just it seems like any quarterback uh, walk in, you know, and and play well for them. I think it's a little mixture of both. Um, you know, obviously you want you know the guys that's doing the game plan, all the coaches to put guys in position to succeed. Um, and, and that's what they're doing. Kyle Shanahan, you know, for years has been known as one of the better coaches in the league. You know, everybody respects Kyle Shanahan's mind when it comes to the offense. And obviously he knows how to run a football team with the success, you know, that he's been having with San Fran. But, um, you know, you got to give credit to the players. I mean, th- those are the guys that got to go out there and play. It just it just shows you that these guys are, are well prepared. And, uh, you know, it seems like they're a team with a bigger picture in mind. It's a team with Super Bowl aspirations, and that's how they're going about it. And it's kind of cool to see, you know, like I said, your third-string quarterback comes in and he's making some some throws that we didn't see from the other two quarterbacks. He's, ma- he's standing in the pocket. He don't look like a rookie. He's not – you know, he don't have the happy feet or he, he, he don't look, you know, too anxious. I mean, the guy looked poised under the center and obviously Kyle Shanahan has uh, changed the game plan to make him feel more comfortable in what he can do. Absolutely. I want to kind of divert back to our own division. The Colts still have mathematically a chance to even win the division. Right after yeah. the Jaguar Titans have been falling the last few weeks, just like the Colts have Jaguars go in and uh, go in to Nissan mm-hmm. and beat the doors off of them. 36, 22. What'd you think about that? It was a shocker. I mean, that was a shocker, but I'm not going to sit here and say that, um, you know, Jacksonville is this horrible team. I think we've all, you know, said that Jacksonville is kind of on a, you know, come up. You know, it's not the same old Jacksonville. They're very competitive. They got some good players. But when you look at the Titans and how they've been kind of dominating the division this year, you just didn't see that coming. But, you know, the Titans kind of had, uh, I guess, some turmoil, some problems within the organization. You know, last week you go to Philly and have a horrible loss and, um, you know, your GM gets fired. So it's a lot of things that's kind of being shaken up in the Titans organization right now that could have caused, well, well, not caused, but could have been a part of that loss to Jacksonville. But I expect the Titans to kind of get things back in order. I mean, Vrabel is a hell of a coach, obviously. Uh, the defense is definitely going to have to tighten up. I think their secondary is kind of letting them down right now. But got to get Derrick Henry back going some way, somehow, get the O-line back blocking how they uh, normally block. But I, I, I think they'll bounce back. Yeah, yeah. Well, what's I'm sitting here watching this, and then I, I I go over, you know, and look at the the previous game. Uh, the Texans made a game out of the Cowboys. Mm, oh my did. goodness! I had what? the game. I thought they were going to win it. I well, thought I, me were, too. That <laughs> I mean, Dak. I don't know what's up with Dak. Ever since he's came back from his injury, I think he's leading the league in interceptions since he came back. I think it's been eight weeks. He got eight or nine interceptions. Uh, you know, the past eight weeks, and he don't look as confident as he normally do. I mean, it's a different look on his face uh, with him been struggling a little bit, and, you know, they've been relying heavily on their defense to make plays for him, and they still have been. But one thing Dak did do is have a 98-yard winning drive to win that game, but some of the throws that he was making uh, in the course of that game was kind of shaky to me. Didn't didn't look like the Dak that we're accustomed to seeing. Absolutely. And, you know, I'm sitting here, you know, with the Texans who have one win in mm-hmm. their record right now, and, and they made a game out of the Cowboys. Does that 
make our game the week prior against the Cowboys look that even worse? Uh, I I wouldn't say that the the week prior you got primetime game um you know and and the Colts are still one of the better defenses I mean it's still a respected team that you know you can't just walk out on the field and beat you're gonna have to execute and do things the right way um but when when you have a game like that and then the following week you're playing you know the Texans which you know two teams in the same state you know familiar with one another hate one another a uh, uh, big game in that aspect for the state you would you would expect them to come out with a little bit more fire than they they did on offense and uh this might be one of those you know few times that we've seen Dallas offense look kind of lackadaisical uh if that's the right term for it and it really starts with the quarterback yeah absolutely was there a game that that completely and utterly surprised you by besides the game that we want uh we just talked about uh let me see. Let me see. Uh, I will say probably. Oh, yeah. The Lions and Vikings. Um, you know, I know we got the Vikings coming in. Uh, I mean, we got to go to the Vikings, uh, you know, this Saturday mm-hmm. and play them. And they're coming off a, a bad loss, you know, to the Lions. And, you know, got to give respect to the Lions. Got to tip my hat to them. They, their, their offense have been clicking you know, here late here of late. Uh, but you just, you know, didn't think a, a ten and two team that's been playing well as the Vikings to go, you know, and play that bad. They just look bad versus the Lions. So that was kind of a shocker to me. Uh, you know, if I had a parlay going, I would have definitely had the Vikings on that parlay and I would have been pissed off about that one. <laughs> well, I mean, I kind of looked at it and I thought this was going to be a really high scoring game. I mean, it it, it still scored what, fifty seven overall. Yeah. But I mean, I looked at the Vikings defense. It's not that great. They got a couple guys over there, but overall the defense is the Vikings and the Lions are very similar teams when they both have very high powered offenses, but their defense is kind of, you know, give up a lot of yards. I think the Vikings average 400 yards given up defensively per game. I mean, mm. wow. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, that's a, that's a lot of yards, kind of a bend don't break type type situation, maybe give up a lot of yards and, you know, hold them to field goals. But, yeah, that, that's going to be interesting, you know, heading down to the end of the season, getting into the playoffs because you're going to need your de- – you're not going to be able to give up that many yards and win when it matters. So you're going to need your defense to kind of step it up a little bit. Absolutely. That will be something that we'll talk about on the next episode uh, with the Colts. But another game that I thought that was kind of surprised – I thought the Giants was going to make more of a game against the Eagles, On in all honesty. I, as a matter of mm-hmm. fact, didn't Rodney pick the Giants to win this game? Rodney did. <laughs> Rodney did. I'm going to have to give him, give him some slack about that one. But, you know, uh, talking about the Eagles and the Giants, you're talking about a division rivalry. Both teams are good. Both teams are having great years. And I think the Eagles, you know, wanted to make a statement, wanted to prove a point that, you know, they can handle – um, you know, facing teams that they know they should beat, teams that they feel like they're better than, and they're not taking anybody lightly. Uh, I think Jalen Hurts have done a good job in kind of making that entire team uh, have his type of mentality, and it's all, you know, seriousness. It's all about the business. Uh, I saw a video clip, and uh, it's A.J. Brown, and a couple receivers are on the sideline, and they're laughing, joking around. The game was out, out of reach at this point, and literally Jalen Hurts is sitting right next to him, and he never cracked a smile, you know, was just dialed in, still focused. So I think that's the the face of that team. You know, they're, 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 they got a good leader that's leading them right now, and they're having a hell of a year. 
Absolutely. I, the Eagles right now are just dominating. It seems like just about everyone, except for that one loss uh, that, mm-hmm. that, that, that hit them, the 12 and one though. Wow. I, that's... I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing, uh, I want to say what it's Christmas day or it's coming up soon. I'm looking forward to the Eagles Cowboys matchup. Cause it's going, it's going to mean a lot. Uh, but I want to ask you, do you think Jalen hurts is front runner for MVP? That's a, that's a good, well, it's the thing, right? Um, in my opinion, there's quite a few out there, but Jalen is the guy right now for the, he's the reason why they're, they are where they're at. Mm -hmm. I mean, because he makes the plays that needs to be made, whether it's on the ground or through the air. So yeah, yeah, I if, I, I, if, could, I could imagine that he would be front runner if, right now. If you had to choose him or because Pat Mahomes is having a hell of a year as well, mm-hmm. uh, Joe Burrow and what he's doing, he might be in that conversation. I might be jumping the gun with that a little bit, but I want to say he might be in that conversation. But if you had to choose between Jalen and Pat, which which, which one uh, would you give your vote to? I on in all honesty, um, with the division that the Eagles are in and you, you see, you know, you look at the, the, the NFC East and every team in that division right now is in the playoffs, mm-hmm. every team. And they Tough fight division. every team in that division twice. Whereas Patrick Mahomes, the, the, in his division, you know, it doesn't look as, as good. So I kind of have to give it to Jalen and the Eagles okay. at this point. I agree. No, I'm with you. I think, I think I will give my vote, even though Pat's having a hell of a mm-hmm. year, you know, and his best weapon that he's had for the past few years is on another team. And he's proved that, you know, he can be the center focus and, you know, the guy that makes everybody better around him. Uh, I think I still will have to give my vote to Jalen because nobody expected Jalen to play as good as he's been playing this year. No, no. And you got a lot of people out there going, you know, he was a second round pick. Why didn't our mm-hmm. team? And, you know, I mean, hindsight's twenty twenty, right? Yeah, you can't always yeah. take those guys out. Because last year when they played his rookie year, even he got him to the playoff, but they struggled. He was kind of up and down all year. Uh, but I thought it was like a, you know, a real good success, successful type season by him just getting to the playoffs and maybe – them getting to the playoffs was something that you know sparked in him or something that clicked in him and you know he's he's been playing lights out man since he's uh since the season started absolutely and and and, i mean it's not like he's out there doing it himself i mean obviously the gm out there has been who's that yeah Yeah. roseman i think roseman yeah (laughs) He's done a hell of a job putting that team together. Yes, he has, man. There's a lot of there's a lot of really good playmakers on on both sides of that ball right there. Yep. Um man, let's let's take a look at yesterday's game, Monday night football. Oh my goodness, is there a certain head coach that week after week just looks like his job is even more and more and more in trouble? Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> let's not just say the head coach. I think you got to put the GM in that that category mm-hmm. with him, man. Um you know, hopefully, I don't know what the reports came back on Kyler Murray. It didn't look good, you know, uh, non-contact, you know, going down the way that he did. Uh, they do got a solid backup in Colt McCoy. He's proven that he can play and he can win. Um, but, you know, Patriot. I, I think I picked the Patriots to win this one, I think. Um, you know, but you just don't expect the Cardinals to look, you know, like they're looking. And, and you know, all the things that's been going on with the head coach and the quarterback and, you know, and all those type of stuff, you know, I think it's just a, 
you know, time clock counting down until, you know, we get that headline to say that someone's been fired, whether it's the GM or the head coach. And, uh, I, I, you know, I'm not a guy to, to advocate firings, but uh, I think everybody can kind of see the writing on the wall with this one. Oh, yeah, I, I think so as well. We've been talking about it for weeks and it just doesn't get any. It, it's not looking any better week after week after week. I mean, I get that, you know, they, they went up against the Patriots, Bill Belichick. He knows how to deal with with uh, certain situations. That defense is is scary no Judon. Got my god judah i was just about to say that <laughs> he's a dog man i play so i played with judon his rookie year and uh i'll tell you a quick story with judon i remember his rookie year i mean he's under terrell suggs and suggs is giving them all the gems like on what to do how to become a great pass rusher and all that i remember having a conversation with him it was just like yeah next year you're gonna be the guy suggs is gonna leave and then you're gonna make a name for yourself then the next year you're gonna do this and do that and then boom you're gonna be one of the highest paid pass rushers in the league and you know ever since he's been in new england he's proven that you know he's still one of the best in the league and i think i think he's done a tremendous job in becoming one of the better leaders on that defense and uh, he's doing a hell of a job, man. I mean, every game, it seems like he's making a play or two that just can change the game. And, well, to this point, it's been two years now with the Patriots, and he's been a stud pass rusher, not just pass rushing, right, but just yeah. an overall, yes, overall player. Yep. Overall player over there in New England, and it makes you kind of wonder why. Why would the Ravens let him go walk the field? I mean, I get that he wanted some money, but when uh, when you have a guy that's that dominant, was he? You know, I mean, you you just got done saying that you and and Suggs and everybody you figured that he was going to be no you know, this guy. Obviously, no. <laughs> the rest of the Ravens do that too, and they still let him go. The Ravens do a good job in, in knowing the personnel that fits their system. I mean, he's not the first pass rusher to come over there and, and, and walk away. And, you know, but normally when you look at the Ravens defense, they're going to always have some some great pass rushers, whether it's a rookie, whether it's a second, third year guy or whether it's a veteran that they're bringing in. So I think I think it's certain positions over there that they know uh, that they can kind of replace because uh my guy that was with the Packers last year, I just went blank dead. He's going to kill me. He was with the Ravens as well, was drafted. And now he's with the Vikings. Uh, the best pass rusher the Vikings got. Uh, oh, um, uh, freaking eight, eight and a half sacks right yeah, now. I just, yeah, I just went blank dead. He's going to kill me. From, he's from Alabama too. Um, but he was also on that same team, you know, when I was with the Ravens. And they let him walk as well. And he became one of the highest uh, paid pass rushers in the league. But um, – but yeah, man, Judon got a lot more ball left to play, and he's doing a hell of a job. But talking about the Patriots, though, did you see the clip where um, Mac Jones was kind of looking back at the sideline? I guess they were trying to get Mac Jones' attention, and he kind of looked back, and you can read his lips, and he was like, "F off," and I, <laughs> I, and I think he was talking to you know the OC. Um, the guy that was the head coach last year with the Lions or whatnot, and I, it seemed like he started calling his own plays. But uh, I think Mac Jones has kind of established himself as like, look, I'm going to be the leader of this offense. We're going to do what I kind of want to do, what I like to do, and that's just what it is. <laughs> well, I mean, that's that's great for the players, but does that put a a, a bad thing when 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 uh, you know your coach you you know coaches wise you know i mean that's, maybe uh. yeah no maybe but uh, belichick never named the oc so maybe you know he was talking to ghosts so uh you never know <laughs> while we were talking about that i, I remember that 
Zay, man. It's Zaria Smith. Right? Zaria Smith. Yeah. My guy, Z. Yeah, my yeah, guy, Z. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was, uh, cause I was like, man, Green Bay, Green Bay. Uh, but yeah, it is what it is. Um, that's something that we're going to have to talk about here after a bit, but there was a game that surprised the holy snot out of me, um, this weekend, this week. Uh, and I'll tell you what, I didn't expect the Broncos to give the chiefs a game, Mm. uh, especially offensively, you know, they had 28 points right there. And I thought the Broncos had a real shot there. Uh, near the end of the game. So what, yeah, what, what's uh, going on there? I think Russ probably had his best game of the year. I mean, it mm-hmm. looked like the old Russ. And, you know, whenever it looks like the old Russ, of course, whatever team he's playing for should, you know, look good. And, uh, you know, it was unfortunate he went out with that head injury. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you got to go back to the, the rivalry standpoint. And, you know, the Chiefs and Broncos have had a long rivalry going, you know, forever. Uh, so when it comes to those rival games, you just never know what might happen. But, again, it shows the, the will and determination of the Chiefs and Pat Mahomes and figuring out a way to win as well. Yeah, because the Broncos, their defense is is real, right? Yeah, they I got mean, some players, yeah. We know, I mean, it was a 12-9 game, you know, against the Colts because it was just defense and everything, right? So yeah. uh, on that Thursday night football game, I didn't expect, as good as Mahomes and the Chiefs has been, I didn't expect it to be a 34-28 to game. I thought it was going to be, you know, a, a, a 21 17 21 12 something like that in the chiefs favor not not 62 62 points being thrown up there one of the highest highest scoring games uh this past weekend no no you're right gotta go back to what uh the safety for the titans said when they was asking him about the bad loss versus jacksonville man there's no bad teams in the league you know it's any given sunday you know you got to strap them up and play and anybody can get beaten at any time Absolutely, absolutely, and I think uh, is there any any news or or anything else you want to talk about uh, about this past week uh, in sports before we end this? Uh, in the NFL, I don't think I think uh I, don't, I think it was kind of one of those weekends to where all the teams that you expected to win either had a close game or a bad game and lost. And you know, normally in the NFL, towards the end of the year, a lot of a lot like for instance, the Eagles already clinched, you know, in the playoffs, and a lot of people, you know, and already got their mindsets on uh on on vacations and stuff. So you start to see a little bit of bad ball uh, with a few teams toward the end of the year, and I think this was one of those weeks yeah i mean we didn't even talk about carolina upsetting mm, seattle yes right? yes so yeah and and that was something that no one no one expected i don't think so um yeah as you say you know uh any given sunday uh, especially yep. especially towards the end of the year when injuries and weariness starts oh. to kick in we got to yeah. talk about Baker Mayfield. I've been killing him. I've been down on Baker Mayfield, man. I got to I got to give him his props, you know. Uh I don't think anybody understand how hard it is to, you know, get signed by a team on Tuesday and have to or on Wednesday and have to play on Sunday and we're talking about the quarterback position Mm -hmm. so for him to be able to go and learn a system as quickly as he can and do whatever he can to to help that team get a victory when they've been struggling all year and then have to lead a team on a 98 yard drive uh, to to win a game I mean I got I got to shout out Baker and give him his props because there's been a lot of people killing him this year including myself you know I've said 
said uh, some things that, you know, he wasn't ready for and all those type things as far as his play in Carolina. And uh, and it's, it's, it's just wild to see. I mean, the NFL is a wild year. And like you said, then you watch Carolina and Sam Darnold goes to Seattle and beat a hot Seattle team. So it's, it's just crazy. It was a crazy week of football. And I'm pretty sure it's going to be some crazy more weeks coming up. Absolutely. I mean, two two guys that have had, you know, off times, right? Off years. Yeah. yeah. Been an off year for both. Yeah. I mean, well, Sam Darnold's kind of had an off year for a while, but <laughs> but I can't I can't blame Sam though. I mean, he's in a situation as a rookie in New York where, you know, he ain't have the pieces around. Sometimes as a you know, when you get drafted that high, it doesn't mean like you're ready to start. Sometimes some guys need some development. I just felt like he was just kind of thrown in the fire. And, you know, we, we might see a better Sam Darnold, you know, in the later part of his career. There's nothing worse than walking into a team that doesn't have an offensive line and weapons. And then you have to face Bill Belichick twice a year. <laughs> right. right? Uh, <laughs> you start seeing, you know, the whole seeing ghosts thing is real. I, I, I feel like, you know, because I think Matt Ryan, has been seeing ghosts a lot this year mm. because of, you know, the lack of protection and stuff, but yep. I think that's going to do it for this episode. Uh, believe in Colts brought to you by bet online. My name is Lawrence Owen. That's Gerard powers. And as usual until next time, have a good one. Go Colts. Do you believe? Thank you for listening to believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.